Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. This is FM104's Strawberry Alarm Clock podcast with Jim Jim and Nobby. Dublin's FM4 it is the Strawberry Alarm Clock. We are live from Beaulieu's this morning on Tuesday morning. We just adore you. We're here because Moonpig is now in Ireland. Here's, here's the bit that I really like. If you do something before four o'clock, they have the same day dispatch. No way. Weekdays online on the app, and it's not. It couldn't be easier. And they also have Irish artists and illustrators who will be part of your design on your card. Class. I've been using Moonpig for a long time, and do you know what? It's when you get somebody a Moonpig card, they um, they keep them. They keep. They always keep them. I think Sometimes. you taught me about Moonpig. Yeah, yeah. And like I get those giant ones with all the different photographs and stuff, and you, you can put put a bit of effort into it, and. Uh, Oh, it's great, Craig. And like, you just could never throw them away. Some people frame them. Yeah. I think there's actually companies that will take them off you and frame them for you. Yeah. So that's why we're here. So uh, let's have a look at what's going on in the world this morning. The headlines, her name was Paulina, and uh, her face is the front page of, um, um, I think, every single paper this morning. Um, this is the horrific ten-year-old story. Ten-year-old girl. Yeah, ten-year-old girl was shot dead with her parents by Russians. Um... I think in 2022, war is never justified, really. But when you see kids being treated in the back of ambulances, and I don't think anyone was in any doubt as to how wrong it is. But when you see those photographs today, it's just harrowing. It feels like the whole rest of the world is on the same page, but it's just a, it's just about hopefully or, or ending this conflict. It's just it's nonsense. If but, you're um, wondering why um, people are pronouncing it Kiev, by the way. That's the Ukrainian way to pronounce. Um, right. So the Russian way is the other way. And if you've noticed certain people pronouncing it that way, it's it's just to show solidarity with Ukraine. Kiev. Okay. Kiev. Yeah. So if you want to pronounce it from that way from now on. Yeah, there's also lots of stories this morning about they're they're using a, a, a kind of a new a new to me kind of bomb anyway. It's, it's called a vacuum bomb, which sucks out the the air, but it, it sort of um, it affect people who are sheltering. So it's a really nasty one. Right. Um, well, hopefully it, it ends very, very quickly. The Irish accent has been branded the flirtiest in a new survey. The survey commissioned by uh, a, a, a betting company has said that uh, 2,000, <laughs> 2000 people, they asked them, 16% that the Irish accent leaves them feeling a little hot under the collar. The only people in the world who've told me uh, that our accent is sexy are usually from the UK. Yeah, well, they always say that Irish... Irish spoken English, so Irish people speaking English, is the best accent. That, like that, that always gets voted like that. 
I think Scottish might like certain types of Scottish, kind of that real sort of mellow Scottish might Hello. come second. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> that Edinburgh kind of. Well, it's funny you say that because Jack Radish has said he's had to turn on the subtitles for Peaky Blinders because he can't understand the Birmingham accent. Yeah, yeah. Well, they do. They love it in, in the UK. But the, the, a lot of people come and learn their English in Ireland for that very reason because you get a nice lilt. Well, if you're on the app in the UK, 33 and a third. Good morning to you. <laughs> what are you doing there? Does that sound like Maura Higgins? Does that ruin it for you? We're also the friendliest. Well, Maura Higgins would be the flirtiest and the friendliest. Uh, and we're hit once more when we land in the top five. So the top five accents are, and let's see if you can do them all, Nobby. Uh, so Irish, you got it covered. Yorkshire. Uh, I'm trying to think of the Yorkshire Dales now. Um, hello, we go to the Woolpack. That's pretty good, yeah. Geordie. Why I? <laughs> Scottish. Hello. It's Capaldi. It's very good. And Welsh. Uh, well, Welsh is so different. Welsh is hard Welsh to do. Welsh, you could sound like Charlotte Church. And you could sound like Uncle Bryn. Uh, th- um, What's the current? What's the current, Stacey? What's the current? <laughs> <laughs> Stacey. Sorry, Wales. It is. It is. You know, you sort of float off into a different accent. Yeah, but I mean, like most of us have been Gavin and Stacey, apart from Terry, who hates it, but everyone else likes it. <laughs> Uh, so that's good to know that they, you know, our accent is is liked. Northern Irish is fifth, Scouse is sixth. Wow, really? Welsh is uh, seventh, then Cockney, uh, then just English, normal, uh, just you know, Queens, freshly terribly like okay, that. Okay, and Yorkshire. Thirteen people have complained to RTE about Tommy Turner's interview with Amy Huberman. Thirteen. Thirteen. Which I don't know is that high because do people normally complain about? It? I don't know. He basically said to her, Amy, "Can we talk about for <laughs> a minute?" And we've met Amy many times. I, I would get a sense from interviewing people over the years, and I'd include Amy in this, our, our conversations would never be as, as never. around the house as Tommy does. That's no, the whole beauty no. of that and show. Tommy's a giddy goat. Like He, he gets a, something in his head, and it's a little spark. And those sparks, and from listening to his podcast and seeing his stand-up, those sparks can end up being absolute gold dust. So sometimes he just goes with it. He's kind of seen where it goes, exactly. But if, if this is, that, the beauty of that show is it's recorded, right? So I just don't understand if they sit down with Amy for an hour and there's a really awkward bit in it, why yeah. wouldn't they take that out if it didn't work? Exactly. Well, but maybe it did, exactly did work. Maybe Tommy is intentionally trying to get someone out of their comfort zone because what I was going to say was my impersonation for me, having met that girl a few times in a professional capacity would mm. be I don't think she wants to talk about that kind of stuff. I think she's quite guarded about herself and Brian in a sense. She would never want to... He's such a, a national-loved sporting icon you would never want to embarrass Brian. Yeah. And I, I, would, I don't even think I'd ask you about personal questions like that. And I know you a long time. So. But, but no, that is the point. It's like going to a t- lying down on the couch with Tommy. I think that, that is the whole point I of the know, show. I know, but there's certain things you don't go to, you know. <laughs> but like I mean, she handled it well enough. I, I just, it was almost like, oh, there's a, there's a dirty elf asking her a questionnaire. It was, it was, and I know he didn't mean it like that, but it was just... Oh, no, I think he'd, he'd accept that he was a dirty elf. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's very that's the thing Tommy gets a free pass for me because he's so funny and he, he's you're, you're 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 out there flapping in the wind really you don't know what you're going to ask next so she's just too nice you don't he, ask Amy Huberman about sex he explained it before years ago about that a, a, a funny phrase will come will present itself in his head and yeah. go hello I'm a funny phrase <laughs> he can't not say and it. then it's like should should you use it like he brings the whole interview to stop and he goes can we talk about sex for a minute? Amy? Well, here's an example. He's, he did Can this. His, eyes just go. He did this in his stand-up years ago, and he said that 
He was at school and his teacher was screaming at him. His whole routine is brilliant. And his teacher was screaming at him. Do you think that's funny, Ternan? Do you, huh? Right? And he does all this. And then the funny phrase appeared. Is, is that clear, Ternan? And he goes, yes, sir. And he goes, what's clear, Ternan? And in his head came, Fox's glass, your mint, sir. And the, the, the phrase is going, come on, use me. I'm funny. Come on. And he said it and the teacher went mad. So I think he probably thought in the moment... It'd be really funny. This would be gold if I, just, if I just let this one out. But if it didn't work, they could have edited it out and then saved Amy's blushes. So. Of course. I know. But it, and Tommy doesn't do the edit. It, it, it should be said. No. Anyway, it's uh, 13 complaints. I don't know if that's higher or if it's low. And uh, finally, the, the Orpats bats. So Michael Keaton made them all mean and moody. This is enemy. Christian Bale bulked up and turned bats into a beefcake. Ben Affleck, hard to know what he did. But Orpats makes him as miserable as possible. Yeah, I think Bat- the real Batman character is a kind of dark, moody. Of course he is. Yeah, yeah. So he's miserable, tormented. Miserable is good. Yeah. He doesn't want to be going around Gotham City. He misses his parents. He's revenge. He's he's just out for revenge. Anyway, it, it still gets highly, highly praised. Um, they give it four out of five stars. Nice one. That's how the world's looking this morning, everyone. It's F104. How are you doing? Apparently, it's the day of pancakes as well. But there's other radio shows that need to fill content with <laughs> that. It is the Strawberry Network Lock, it's F104. Another song ruined by Jim Nugent. Well, <laughs> I'm just doing my best. So I don't want to bring up the past or anything, okay? Okay. But this day, four years ago, myself and Crossy walked to work in the snow. Was that four years was ago? It this, was it the walking to work day, snow Crossy, or was it the day we came in and then the next day? Hello, Crossy. Yeah, so uh, four years ago. And you, how far was the walk? Uh, for me, it was about... Six, five kilometers. It took a long time because you have to, you know, you're kind of walking slowly in the in, in the deep snow. That was the beast from the east. It was the beast from the east. Correct. It feels a lot longer than four years. Well, lots happened in fairness. Like, has it what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm more concerned is why did a man take a picture of a mannequin's bottom? Yeah, in Victoria's so Secret this morning. We just saw. Does that just happen now? Well, yeah. The, uh, no, a few minutes ago, there's a guy walked past Victoria's Secrets and there's mannequins in their uh, underwear. And uh, he, a man went by on his own. He took a picture of the mannequin in the underwear and went off. And I saw a builder a while ago do this as well. So this seems to be a thing. Now, the mannequins are wearing uh, is blue. There's a kind of a pink slip nighty thing. You know, they're all very nice. I, I'd like to think, Jim, they're sending them to their... Other half saying ah, you'd look gorgeous in this. Right. Well, it says a lot about me that I think that this is a bit weird. <laughs> I would never take but a equally, picture of a mannequin and send it to my missus. No, well, it, it, it's it is. I'd take a picture of a pair of shoes or something. But I'm not I wouldn't saying, take a picture of a mannequin in their underpants in Grafton Street. I don't want to overly defend them because it sound like I and I'm endorsing that. I, I also <laughs> think it's weird taking a photograph of a mannequin. It's it's a, you know, it's a mannequin, but. <laughs> I've never taken, but like, even, supposing if you reversed it, right? Supposing your wife saw a mannequin wearing some lovely underpants, she wouldn't take a picture of it. Women don't do those type of things. We're us men are out on there. We're all by ourselves. Like, but if you if it was for sending it to your uh, other half to wear, as like, would you like this as a present? Surely you could you, you find actual real people wearing the pictures all online and send them that. Yeah, but then you might you might get you might be greeted with. Are you saying that I look like her? Or? Mannequin in a window. It's not going to do it justice. I, I I don't think it's for that reason. Like the, now, there's a model around the side, not a real life model, just a photograph. If you wanted to take that picture, but I just think it's odd going up to mannequins. And most every fellow I've seen doing it has a big smirk on his face. How many people have you seen doing it? 
I saw Builder about half an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. He was in a high vis, and a, there was somebody else took one. And so, so there's, th- there's three mannequins, four mannequins, or five actually, and uh, but one of them has their back turned to the window, and uh, somebody took a picture of it. I just find that a bit strange. We heard a rumor that uh, someone who works there says sometimes they have a terrible time with fellas coming in, taking photographs inside and outside the shop of mannequins, or well, not just of mannequins, maybe of the. Of the things. But again, I'd like to get to the bottom. Of no. what things? The, 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 no, the lingerie? No. Well, I want to find this out. Is this the thing, lads? We don't name and shame you. You can WhatsApp us in anonymously. What are you doing with the photograph? Are you are you some sort of weirdo? You probably won't admit to that. Or are you saying, hey, look, isn't this lovely? I'd, I'd love to get you this. But that's it, it's meant to be a surprise. It's not going to do it justice through a window at, in the dark. No, you get a flash reflection. Yeah, and... And not in a good way. I, I, it's just a, I don't get it. So, yeah, I, I can't say I've ever taken a photograph of a, a lingerie wearing mannequin. If that was the other way around. If you were on Grafton Street earlier this morning and you took a picture of a mannequin in this lingerie, what are you doing? Please tell us why. <laughs> We'd like to know. <laughs> this will bother us all day. Why? <laughs> it's a little bit odd, but we won't judge you. Um, can you please say hi to Jen England uh, Clonsilla, who got engaged on Friday? No problem, yeah. Grant. Congratulations, Jen. Hope it wasn't too long a wait. Uh, we're in the window of uh, Beauties, by the way. We're not in Victoria's Secret. That would be really odd. Imagine we were in the window. No, let's not even go there. Um, well, we can see Victoria's Secret from here and uh, Claire's and Fields. And oh, they're all across the road because we're in Beauties. Because uh, Moonpig has launched in Ireland. They've got thousands of cards for every occasion. And if you haven't used Moonpig before, you take photographs on your phone, you upload them and you make a very cool card out of it for whoever you like. Now, here's a question for you. And Moonpig, I'm sure the Moonpig people are going to answer me. They're famous for that jingle for their, you know... Moonpig.com. Yeah, so will it change to Moonpig.ie? I don't know. Well, there you go. Let's ask that question. That is a good question. Yeah. I might leave it at .com because it's international. Yeah, yeah, just click on your country, yeah. So on, uh, on Dish the Dirt, Bob Odenkirk, better call Saul, oh. on going bankrupt before he got a phone call that would change his life. They've now finished filming I can't wait to see it about two weeks ago he put up a photograph of the, with the girl you don't like the blonde girl who's his partner I, which I was do, a bit of a spoiler I do, I, I do like her I just don't think that character's very no, good no the character yeah, yeah. Uh, which was a bit of a spoiler because like okay they both make it to the end anyway so they, they just finished filming oh. for Better Call Saul and that's it now that's well, Breaking Bad the, chapter the last lives. season was the best I can't wait for the next one that'll be on Dish the Dirt it's 727 it's F104 so Bob Odenkirk went bankrupt before landing his role in Breaking Bad. He recounts the financial woes he suffered before landing the big role of Saul Goodman in Breaking Bad. And in order to stay afloat, he took every job that was offered to him. He just said, look, work's work. Let's do it. Let's act, direct, make stuff. Tumbling. Whatever. I pursued, uh, I pursued uh, commercials. I directed some commercials. I had a good time doing it. And then I get a phone call. They're going to offer you a role on Breaking Bad. This show, Breaking Bad, not a popular show or a big show at the time. Right. And don't say no, my agent says. And I was like, dude, I haven't said no in a year and a half, but maybe you didn't (laughs) notice that. I still checked it out. I still wanted to know what the hell the show was. And I called a friend, uh, somebody I'd been writing with, Reed Harrison, and he goes, oh, that's the best show on TV. you got to do that. That's the best thing there is. Isn't there a Better Call Paul van going around Dublin and he does something? Better Call Paul is, a, I think he's a landscape gardener. Yeah, and he has in the, the font. He has the same font and everything, so fair play for him. <laughs> and Bob, of course, who was very, very ill about a year yeah. or two ago and like 
obviously had to get over that and they've just wrapped now on Better Call Saul uh, he posted a photograph from the desert such a good show it really is it's brilliant would you prefer that to Breaking Bad now no well the first two seasons of it I wasn't a big fan of because it was quite slow moving but then it got better and better and better and the last one was just incredible so I can't wait lovely the Chainsmokers have released a new video for Hyde and uh, they, they did this video on top of New York City's observatory Summit One Vanderbilt and the band performs a song with a stunning look at the city as a backdrop. Um, obviously, we can't pl- show you the backdrop, but this is what it sounds like. <laughs> Close your eyes and imagine. Not if you're driving. <laughs> it's one of the tallest, 30 tallest buildings in the world. I'd rather do the Empire State myself. If I was in New York, like, you know? Yeah. Well, you've got the option. You would, you would have the options, yes. Uh, Courtney Cox tells Jimmy Kimmel about going to Vegas with the Friends cast before they were famous. So, I don't know who's good at red or black or whatever. Say Matthew Perry, give it a good go in fairness. Before they were famous. It's hard to believe, hard to imagine the world before Friends, isn't it? They weren't famous. They were uh, probably, uh, do you know what? It was probably, we need you guys to do a team building exercise. Can you go to Vegas? (laughs) What was wrong with paintballing like? Nothing. Here she is. We were on our way to Vegas, and uh, Jimmy Burroughs, who directed the pilot and a lot of other episodes, um, he gave us all $500. I think it was $500. And he said, I want you to go and have a great time because this is the last time you're all going to be able to go together as a group anywhere, especially to a casino. He had, he knew the show was going to be that big yeah, of a hit. He did. Or maybe he did this to all the shows. <laughs> Just pushing his luck. Knowing yeah. it would eventually pay off <laughs> exactly. one of these days. That's it's a great crazy. Line, right? And was it a great trip? It was a great trip. I lost my 500 within about 20 minutes. What were you playing? Do you remember? I'm just the worst at it. I play Robbie Roulette, and then when you have to add 21 or something, and I can't add fast enough. So the reviews are in for the Batman and uh, the Batman, and they're saying that it is absolutely class. They're saying that uh, big recommend. Uh, the direction is dark, deep, intense, and flooded with in. in Instantly iconic imagery. It's iconic because it's Times Square, but they're pretending it's got them. This is the scariest Batman yet, they're saying as well. Violent opening scene. Message is clear. This is not your mask, Cape Crusader. Two years of nights have turned me into a nocturnal animal. That's, yeah. that's what he says at the start. <laughs> Cross has seen it twice, so if, if it's that good and he still thinks it's absolutely Well, deadly. one review said it's the, one of the greatest uh, superhero films of all time, so... Colin Farrell's outfit, like his costume, his face is yeah. just incredible. The only thing you recognise are his lovely brown eyes. Seeing the Batman, yeah? We're live from Beauty's Grafton Street. We haven't been live in two years from somewhere. It's very exciting. I was trying to think. I think it was January 2019 was the last one. And we're here to celebrate Moonpig's Irish launch today, which also happens to be World Compliment Day. So if you want to compliment somebody, what better way than getting loads of their photographs? Also, there's a rule with Moonpig. You know, you're allowed to make one or two photographs that make the person look silly. Yeah, they don't all have to be filtered and lovely. It depends how the person would, you know, would take Capture it. Their personality. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the really cool thing is, if you've used Moonpig before, here's the change: with same day dispatch before 4 p.m. on weekdays online and on the app, because they're in Ireland, it couldn't be easier to get the perfect card sent straight to your door. That is a game changer. I like it. Nice. Uh, right, well, listen, uh, let's have a couple of strawberry messages before Instagram. Hey, did anyone ever tell you you've a lovely dog? Um, yeah, actually, they did. He's lovely. What's his name? Rex. Rex? What an original name for a dog. 
Have you ever considered getting Rex a professional portrait? No, he's just a dog. Oh, well, here. I happen to have a card in my pocket for Clicky Clicky Woof Woof. He's the best animal photographer I've ever met. Okay, cheers. Clicky Clicky Woof Woof. For when you need a moody black and white portrait of your dog to hang up as a conversation starter for your friends. Only 750 euro per picture. 750 quid? Yeah. Dog people, huh? Go figure. Clicky Clicky Woof Woof. Get your pooch popped. <sighs> Can you f*** off now? <laughs> Are you talking to me as this part of the ad? <laughs> Freddy's French Mushrooms They are the delicious French Mushrooms by me, Freddy Now I will tell you a little secret about my beautiful mushrooms are you ready? Here it comes! Mushrooms in French are called Le Champignons! It's true! Look it up! If you want a pop in me shop, you'll cop all the stuff I've got in me shop. Me shop sells the lot. You can buy a mop or a chop. For a butternut squash in me shop Plop in me shop You could buy a bag of cans If you're going on the lock with your pop Or a bag of cough drops You can even buy spare socks Or even jocks In me shop Me shop sells everything Everything in me shop Pop in In pop FM. The greatest sounds on your internet. At Smooze FM, it's a veritable smooze fest with the smooziest DJs in the land smoozing you through your smooze-filled life. On this station, you smooze, you don't lose. Coming up to the hour of, well, it doesn't really matter because we're an internet station. I can tell you exactly what time it is. Oh. It's Smooze O'Clock. It's always Smooze O'Clock here on Smooze FM. Remember, guys, keep it between the ditches. Keep your hands on the wheel. Ten to ten. And your eyes upon the road. Smooze FM. Are we nearly at the hump of the week? Smooze FM. Smoozing your way through your week and weekend. Whenever you want to listen to us, really. Curl up and smooze. Smooze. Shall we get the idea there? Smooze. <laughs> You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ten questions. Sixty seconds. One thousand euros. FM 104's Instagram. With misquote.ie. Committed to delivering great value car insurance. See what you can save at misquote.ie. Dave is a forklift, dri- a forklift driver. I have a day. How are you, Dave? Not too bad. Is that a difficult? Is that a difficult job, Dave? Ah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Not too bad. Is it easy to? For a, for a few years. <laughs> Would it be easy to topple a forklift now if you had too much weight on the things? What are they called? Uh, on, like on the forks, like. Yeah, it was just the forks. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's obvious, isn't it? What are done. they called? The forks, Nobby. <laughs> they lift. It's been done, has it? Okay, but not it's by been you. Done, yeah. Not by me, no. Right. I'm professional. You're professional, Dave. And uh, what do they call? Do you uh, do you have a nickname that. for uh, your forklift? I don't actually. <laughs> I don't. No. Is it orange or yellow? Yellow. Right. Yellow. Yeah. All right. Would you not have an old cuddly toy on the on on the dash? Now with a little, uh, with a little sticker of a what you call them, boy, fluffy dogs. <laughs> Chihuahua. Oh, no, that's right. a Chihuahua. Okay. That's bigger. I don't know what that's being called. It. Sticker of a dog, and that's that's your lucky yeah. sticker. Well, that's hopefully that's it'll be lucky for you today. Better look, better look. Let's see. New, new month to this. So let's let's get going. Ten <laughs> questions on Instagram. Good luck, Dave. Well. Here we go. The game starts in three, two, one. Four. What date is St. Patrick's Day? 7th March. In what country is Naples? Italy. Italy. What is a carnivore? Carnivore is an animal that What is the capital of the USA? What's the capital of the USA? Washington, D.C. True or false? Bats always turn left when they exit a cave. True. On the eBay logo, what colour is the letter E? Red, blue, or is it green? Red. Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby present Good Morning. And what other TV show? This morning. This morning. Yeah. Morning. Uh, Good morning. Oh, no, no, fast. Okay. In what film does Ben Stiller do the blue steel pose? Oh yeah, blue steel. Ah, blue steel Dave. Mm. All right. Mm. Mm-hmm. In a job interview, they look for your CV. What does that stand for? Curriculum detail. And in rugby, how many points is a try worth? Five. Five. It is five. Only wasn't a few more for Wales the weekend. <laughs> uh, so this morning slash good morning. Din, 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 din. They also do uh, da- dancing on ice, the big one at the moment. 
Right, Sally Ride was voted off on Sunday from Coronation Street. Um, um, bats don't always turn that was false they don't always turn left <laughs> when they leave a cave <laughs> Zoolander Zoolander Blue that's Steel one. yeah yes the oh, one great film didn't they do a sequel to that again Zoolander 2 didn't they could be I think they did yeah and uh, 5 was correct as well so you got 7 today I've nothing wrong with that Dave don't let don't let there be any stick in the office. Thanks for having a go. Uh, if you did get a 10, we can see your messages. So let us know if you got a 10. We personalise. I don't know if we have forklifts to send back. What are they called? I'll look for the, the closest thing to a forklift and uh, I'll send it back to we you if you got a 10. There's definitely a fork. So how about we do send you a fork, fork and an up arrow. And, and a strong arm. Forklift yeah. or something. Yeah. Now, let's do this. Kids in the car. Kids in the car, everyone is a little star. Early on the strawberry, the chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. So if you had to do the big person in your life's uh, work for a day, which job would you choose? Which job do you think would be chosen in your house, Jim? Uh, I think, I think um, possibly my job. Okay. But you never know. You're saying it's easier. Uh, it's not. <laughs> yes. It Good is answer, easy. Jim. It's easier than most other things. It has, it has its moments, though. Anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's find out what the kids said. Hi, Jim, Jim, and Abby. My name's Ryan. I would like to be in my mum's uh, work for the day because she's a nurse. And I like doing stitches. Bye. Oh. That's a good skill to have. Stitches, wow. I'll be able for that. I was to be any job, I would be my daddy's job. He's a scientist from Killian. Have a good day. Oh, nice one. You have a good day. Scientist daddy, wow. Surely he'd be good at helping you with your homework then. Has he got Petri dishes? Wow. Good morning, Jim. My name is Colin, and I would uh, do my dad's job because he works in Galco Steel, and I want to drive the forklift. Bye. Oh yeah, there's another mention of forklift today. At least he knows what the forks are called. Galco Steel. Good shout out to them. Hello, my name is Michael. My 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 job is legal secretary. Legal secretary. Oh, cool. I don't know what that actually, what do you do in that job? Do you send people letters to say that you're going to come after them or what? I'm not sure, but I think there's more to it than that. Okay. I would look at the bank so I can get really rich. <laughs> and it's my right. daddy's. Oh, good. Well, Bank of Ireland have released their profits this morning, so go have a look there. Knock yourself out. And, and uh, I think we have one more, do we? Hi, Jim, Jim and Nobby. My name is Bailey, and sometimes I'd like to do my mum and my dad's job. My mum is a hairdresser, and my dad puts in security cameras. Bye. Oh, what if you what if you worked there the day you were putting security cameras in at the hairdressers? Well, that'd be good, Jim. All right, yeah. So that way you could do you'd help him with the the security cameras and then help out with the hairdressing. Both jobs are on your feet, although one involves climbing ladders a lot and chasing cables and yeah. 
I don't know which one I'd rather there. Yeah. And then your mum has to deal with people with smelly hair. I uh, know, I'd say most people have nice hair. Well, no, people leave it. They don't get it washed until they go to the hairdressers. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. I'll get it done that day. It's grand. Ah, that's all part of it. They're used to that. Big ball of grease. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all the messages, kids. Billy Eilish and Seth Mayers agree that Daniel Craig is a dilf. Sorry? Well, that's what it says here. You can't we? say that about ladies anymore. You can't say that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we looked at him down the barrel of the zoom lens, Jim. He was gorgeous. He's, you know what? He's actually not gorgeous. He's kind of rugged. Yeah, but rugged he, can be gorgeous. I wouldn't call him gorgeous, but he's, he's, he's handsome. Yeah. Billie Eilish uh, talked to Seth Meyers about writing her Oscar-nominated song, No Time to Die, which came out about four years ago. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it did. It did. Hello. Anyone there? Uh, hosting Saturday Night Live for a new fragrance and fancying Daniel Craig. You got to meet with Daniel Craig? Yeah. Were you nervous when you... Yeah. Yeah. James Bond. Yeah, he's James Bond. He's James Bond. And... He's a dilf. He's, he is a dilf. <laughs> Thank you for saying it. I... I found when I say it, it's weird. <laughs> but I, I think want, so. I want you to know that I am in full agreement I, with you. You should be. Yes. Yes. So Zendaya and Labyrinth have talked about writing songs for Euphoria. Was the last episode the other night? Uh... Emma, Euphoria, so. last song, last episode of your night? Yeah. Yes, yes, it was. Correct. And uh, Zendaya and Labyrinth broke down the writing process behind their songs in Euphoria. I'll go over and I'll shoot some stuff. And then when I have a break, I'll go over and hang out with Lab because he has a studio now on the lot. So I'm hanging out with him. He's finding new sounds to complement every emotion that we go through in the show. Me and Zendaya were actually sitting in each other's kind of spiritual energy and space and we're getting to inspire each other to make something fresh. Dominic came in and jumped in on the score pieces we were working on and played some guitar because he's a great guitarist. The cast are not just acting, they're, they're part of the music now. And I think that makes it even more special. Labyrinth is the bomb. That's a combination and a half, that is. Yes. And Zendaya is the female equivalent of that. Uh, back to Bob Odenkirk now, who's uh, talking to Howard Stern about saying goodbye to Better Call Saul. So this is it. Like, uh, like we got a good... I mean, what year did Breaking Bad finish? 26, 15? Yeah, I think, there was, I think this last season of uh, Better Call is going to be the sixth one, I think. So, like, it stretched out Breaking Bad for a good eight years for us. Well, I think there's another spin-off coming. Did Walt ever turn up in it? Not so far. It'll, I think they will in the in the spin-off, and I think another th- something else could spin. Anyway, it's it's over for now. Here is Bob. Are you happy to bury him? Are you happy to say goodbye to Saul, or um, are you having um, well? I can't terrible, wait for nightmares. people to see this final season. It's great. I think the writers really delivered, and it's so much that happens in it. So. Um, yeah, April 18th, which we start rolling and showing it to people. And, uh, you know, I, I haven't really said goodbye to it. It's been going on so long in my life. Howard, I've been playing right. this guy for like 15 years. You've uh, been nominated for Best Actor four times, I know. but you have not won. Is no. it time for you to win the Emmy? I was told it, it is time. Yes, I was told <laughs> it, it's time. He seems like a very nice man, doesn't he? He's excellent. I, I saw him in a show years ago, and it was the guy who plays Ari Gold. Yes. And him were both writers on a TV show, and uh, they're much younger, obviously. Unfortunately, there was a meme going around yesterday, and if you take Woody Harrelson, and if you don't know who he is, Google him, 
and you gave him a blonde wig, he looks like Skyler from Breaking Bad, and you can't unsee it. Give that to me again. Woody Harrelson could have played Skyler if they put a blonde wig on him. Woody Harrelson? Where's the money, Skyler? Where's the money? <laughs> I'm the one who knocks. That scene is mad. He's, he's under the floorboards. He realised the money's gone. She's standing looking down on him. He's literally on the floor of his life. And it's like, wow. I've always wanted to find one of those big wedges of money. What have you done, Skyler? The ones they have in movies, you know? You find a bag full of cash. Uh, I've never found a bag full of cash, no. No, I'd love to. Of course, Jim. Who wouldn't? I don't know what I'd do then. But I'd love to find a bag of cash. <laughs> Go on a holiday, maybe, you know? Yeah. Whatever. Normal things. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, the official behind-the-scenes, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, uh, they've all got together and had a chat about it, and it's uh, going to be uh, released on digital on March 22nd, and it'll be 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, the whole lot, April 12th. Um, You'll see Spider-Man's fake bottom, because he revealed that in 4K, Ultra HD. It's 80 minutes of new behind-the-scenes. Basically, if, there's a spy- if you know a Spider-Man fan, just get this for them. How they became supervillains. It's just so funny. I fell into a super collider. Gotta be careful where you fall. To work with them is honestly the highlight of my career. Me and Toby arrived and all of their arms were just open. I had butterflies with Toby and Andrew, hoping they would sign up. Spider-Man. Now, Jim, I can see your your mind has been blown. My mind has been blown. Because you were doing your own research. Do your research. Yeah, I was doing my research. Do your research. Well, this is a, this is a similar thing, but I, I thought I'd I thought I'd spoken about this before. There's definitely somebody there was a there was a hack about how to tell if a pair of jeans fits you. Without trying them on, mm-hmm. and I was pretty sure we discussed this before on the show. But then uh, we said it and to Emma, and Emma said that there is a hack that, she, and she she only used it last night on the jeans she's Do you wearing. Want to tell us about because we might get your hack wrong, Emma. Come here for a second. So yeah. Emma said that she takes her jeans unopened, right? And off, off the shelf now. Doesn't yeah. try them on her legs. She does it something different. So if your jeans are closed. And you take them and you wrap them around your neck. And if they come around your neck comfortably, they're going to fit you. If they don't, uh, they're not going to fit you. Someone told me that years ago, and I swear by it, especially when, sh- when uh, dressing rooms were closed over the last couple of years. It does look a bit weird because you're in the shop and it looks like you're kind of you know, putting jeans around your neck, but it works. And people say this do- only works with trousers with a bit of give in them. If they're right. really, really stiff jeans. Yeah, there's a bit of give in these now. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're elastic. They have to have a bit of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, if, if they've got a bit of, of give to them, then this works. But it, now, it, it depends on your body type as well. Right. What do you so, mean your body type? Well, right? somebody said, one of the comments on the, this girl on TikTok said that she was a size 22 and this doesn't work for her. Right. <laughs> okay. So, so it, it, it depends, I think, on the genes and the body type. But apparently this has been passed down from grandmothers and grannies and aunties and uncles for years that this is a thing. If you... Put the jeans around your neck from the back, and if they fit, okay. Round, is it around the front of your neck? Doesn't matter. It's really open to all wow. directions. I would say that if there's less give in them, it's more important to test them around your neck. Right. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Take note of that now. If there's less give, more necessary. Now I'm a man, so I go shopping once every two years. Right. So I'll forget. Well, I don't think this works for men. Why not? 
well, we have necks and hips. Well, do you wear jeans like up at your waist or down at your hips? Hips. Yeah, you see, this is for the waist. Ah. This is for the high waist jeans. High waisted, okay. I know, fellas are, you know, no, no, that's a Simon Cow look. Like, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. no, 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 no like, no. I don't think it's if you were Britney Spears hipster jeans, I don't know what part of your body you need to wrap around. Right. This is for the waist, like. Well, I think this is, I don't know, they didn't say this, the men can't do this, but. Uh, <laughs> Certainly, this is the try it later in your own time. We will, yeah. We'll <laughs> Everyone's getting their trousers. Although, in fairness, if you don't want to try on shoes as well or runners, you've you've reminded yeah, us so that if you so I was only found this out the other day. So uh, I think so from your elbow, right from the from the end of your elbow to the end of your wrist. If you sort of put your wrist pointing up from the wrist, where you take your pulse. Yeah, from your pulse to your elbow is the size of your shoe, or the size of your foot. Sorry, size of your foot. Size of your foot. And it, it seems like when you when you, you you try that now, you probably think, oh, that's too big. It, it isn't. Which some people, some lads have always tried to suggest that the shoe, the foot is also representative of, of another body part. So again, right. that might be assuming that your your elbow to your, I'm sorry now, that's... That it seems quite long. Your feet are not, well, well, no, I believe the foot thing, but it, your foot is not linked to any other part of your body then. If it goes from your wrist to your elbow, come on, like. No. No, no, that's ridiculous. No, no, that, I've never heard that one. By before. the way, all this gives shops excuses because there are still some shops that have de- dressing rooms closed, and it's it's kind of annoying. If you have any other hacks like that, little handy ones that you can tell if something fits you some other way, do let us know. Especially girls, if that's helped you now. Somebody says out. that's how I try them. Uh, the the mon the jeans. Let me know a second now. Uh, well, uh, that's how I try them on jeans around the neck. Uh, through lockdown, it was great because I didn't couldn't get into any dressing rooms. No, it, it it works for men. My husband uses it all the time for on his trousers. I, I okay, well wow. then that's good. Uh, I was trying on a shirt uh, last summer in a Tesco, and I just there's no change room, so I just was like, "Fuck it, I, I'm not buying this and not fitting." So, well, you took everything off. Well, just just enough to get the shirt on. Oh, yeah. No one said anything. Was there any people around? No, it was quiet. Yeah. Quite enough. Are yeah. you allowed to even do that? Yeah. Probably not. But Probably I wasn't going home and having to go back again. If you have any more hacks, because I've never heard of that one before, uh, let us know. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock on F104. Uh, so we're here with Tesco this week in the Strawberry Alarm Clock, and the prize will again be back tomorrow. If you uh, haven't, if you're not lucky to be today's winner, it's with Tesco Click and Collect. Uh, have your groceries freshly, freshly packed and ready to collect when you are. So we clicked earlier on, and one of you is waiting to collect collect that fantastic prize and uh, lots of you entered lots uh, all of you correct one of you will get a, a buzz back very soon good morning Darren good morning now in fact morning why do you sound so am I in trouble stay off what are you going to do to stay off I have to get some I want to be mum stay low offload them no no you hesitated. Okay, just a cup of tea and a, a good luck to you, is it? Yeah, go down and feed the kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of food into them. Um, so, uh, you remember a song before nine o'clock? Yeah. How was it? Uh, what was it? Tell it to my heart. It? Correct. So well done. You are today's winner. Thanks very much, lads. Doing shopping now. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> You yeah. can for a while, hopefully. Uh, 400 euro to spend in Tesco. And uh, anyone else who's interested in click and collect, you'll get more info at tesco.ie. Have a good one. Thanks, lads. Good luck. Tomorrow morning, we promise to do it again. So, yesterday was after nine. Yeah. Today was before nine. 
listen out for the click and you have to know which song the click is on I think I think if I was betting I'd, I'd definitely listen between 7 and 8 tomorrow morning because you I never know I think so I think so you never know so Succession Season 4 they're going to start filming it soon there will be no spoilers all, all you'll <laughs> know is if you've seen Season 3 it ends on a massive cliffhanger massive so fans can't wait for season four. Do you reckon it'll pick up from that cliffhanger? Or yeah, of course will it will. Move on well, from... I can't, without I know, doing I spoilers, I can't tell you what the cliffhanger is, but I'm not going to. But if you saw it, you'll know, oh, yeah, what happens next? But they're being top secret about it. Uh, some of the cast members are laughing with journalists because they've been asked, you know, what happens? And they're going, oh, my character dies. And then, then they come back <laughs> to life. And then they do this and then they do that. So, like, they're, they're, even the, the cast members are messing with them. Are messing with them. They're, nobody's giving anything away. But uh, apparently season four is going to be a cracker. The Screen Actor Guild Awards were on last night on RT2, uh, which it did very well at, if you, uh, if you saw that. Uh, here's a lesson for some people. I know we're not all movie stars, but uh, Ben Stiller has spoken about it, who we discovered the other day is he's the same age now as Robert De Niro was in, in Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers, yeah. Ben is, I think, 50, 52 now. So he's a dad of two. His eldest daughter is Ella. She's 19 now. And she sat him down recently and uh, just said, you know, you weren't there when I was a kid. So he's now making, he's trying to make, make it up to her. But, you know, 19-year-olds and their 52-year-old dads don't always hang out. Wow, because so, he was off making movies all the time? He was making movies, making lots of money. Uh, you could say securing her future and her children's future and yeah, their children's but she, future. You don't miss the, the good stuff. But all that money, you know, you can't go back in time. No, um, and now he's not in movies much. Um. No, maybe he's just enjoying. I saw a headline on, online this morning. What what the hell happened to Ben Stiller? Like you haven't seen him in anything for a while. Uh, Curb was one of the TV shows he was probably most. Yeah, he was good in that. Anyway, there's been lots, but um, yes, there you go. Ben, message for us all. Uh, also, good news for Fantastic Beast Three. We have a trailer uh, that looks at uh, Grindelwald's world. Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. Here we go. I'm sorry to disturb you, Albus, but I've just received troubling news. Tell me, what is it? It's Grindelwald. The time is closed, my brothers and sisters. Our war with the Muggles begins today! The world as we know it is coming undone. If we're to defeat him, you'll have to trust me. Mr. Kowalski, we need you. I said I want an out and I want out. You do know I'm a witch, right? Dumbledore asked that I give you something, Jacob. So, so reviews for the Batman are coming in and they're very, very strong, very positive. There's some people saying it's the greatest superhero film ever made. Of all time. Some people are saying it's the greatest film. I read one just now on Twitter. Somebody, uh, a proper film review person said, this is the greatest film ever made. Um, it's doing very well on Rotten Tomatoes and it's been paused in Russia. They're not going to release it there. A lot of gaming tech has been paused there also. Uh, it's been announced this morning. Um, enemies sum it up and say that uh, when we first meet the Dark Knight, his Dark Knight, uh, he's walking through the crowds in a rainy Times Square, which has also got them. But they say... Uh, <laughs> he makes... And they mean this in a, in a positive, respectful way, that Orpats makes Batman as miserable as possible. Yeah, well, when you ever see the, the, the graphic novels, I don't ever read those, but when you see the pictures of it, it's always rain and it's always dark. It's always, yeah. you know, very dark. And a lot of the Batman stuff was kind of a bit, you know, happy. But this stuff is this, this is the real deal. 
It is out in cinemas this Friday. We are looking forward to it. That is Dish Alert for now. It's FM 104. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device.